Welcome to the Triple Deke. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Triple D. And this is a big one. This is my favorite episode of the year. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Joel Jackson. Joel, are you getting all tingly the way I am about this show? You bet, Kyle. I'm fired up. This is my favorite episode of the year also. And, you know, we've been working hard getting ready for this. That's why we have to take a week off, but we're ready to go. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so if you're not in the know, if you if you don't know what's coming, this is our kind of mid-season power ranking show. This is a big one. This is where we, we really find out who's hot and who's not. And uh, I believe this actually harkens back to... Uh, to the earliest days of the of the show even before i was on i think yeah this the dark days uh we used to do that with uh an old friend of the show brett stummington that's right we had some power rankings that went on and uh you know it was a different time back then but now that before it was sort of just uh thrown out there but now it's serious business and there's a lot of science behind it too. Absolutely. Like this is, this is bulletproof. This is as good as, uh, as good as anything you're going to get on TSN. You know, they actually, uh, I believe last year they actually called you for some advice on how to rank teams, but, uh, luckily for us, yeah, that's you, right. you kept the secret though, right? No, I told them, you know what, this is, it's too important. Oh, the oh. triple deke is what counts. Oh, that makes sense. That must be why they have the Leafs ranked number one right now. So hmm, that's good. Oh, thanks. Boy. Thanks for the boost. Yucca do is right. But uh, anyways, before we, uh, before we get down to the big business, um, we do have a little league business to, uh, to review here. We had some matchups last week. Now we're recording this at the end of week seven, but uh, not all the games are in the books yet. So uh, we're going to take a look at some of the scores from week six, and we're going to take a look at our big shots and boners. Mike, boners at the door. (laughs) All right, well, I'll start off there, Kyle, with our big shots, which are our top three scores from last week in week six. At number three, the Air Orange Beavers with 74.5. Led by Mark Shifley with 11 points. Number two, auto bids for the win with 77.9 points. Led by Neil Ponick with nine points. And number one, Honest Wilson, 80.9 points. Led by a friend of yours, Kyle, Mm -hmm. Austin Matthews, 18 points. That's a... Hell of a week for Austin Matthews. Yeah, no kidding. They had had quite a few games to play and... uh... And he came ready to put the puck in the net every night. Like that's that's pretty huge. Eighteen points. That's uh, about half as much as some of the teams in our league scores sometimes. But uh, he's worth the money. Oh, I guess so. He's so good. He traded him away and then quickly traded right back for him. 
<laughs> um, but uh, they weren't all winners last week. There were some boners Uh-oh. too. And uh, the number three, the number three boner team, the the third lowest score. That's near and dear to my heart. It was my own team, the Larange Ding Dings. Ooh. Fifty points. Yikes. We almost actually squeaked out a win. It was a real, a real tough battle. I had a massive lead going into the weekend, and then I think on Saturday I put up two point nine, and my opponent put up nineteen points. So ended up losing. But uh, the big letdown was one of my goalies, John Gibson. Two starts, two losses, and I think only one fantasy point. Yeah, not great. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was still better than a couple of squads. At number two was the Wooden Nichols, a team that's kind of been dragged down by controversy this season. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, his squad was dragged down by their goalie as well. Jacob Markstrom had three starts, but in those three starts, he only had one win, and he put up a total of 2.9 points. That's not going to get it done for you. But no, that's horrible. the good news for the Wooden Nichols is he was still better than one team. Team Uh-oh. Mito Pimitisoin, living the good life except on the ice. And uh, <laughs> old Tommy Gun, I would say of all the pieces of his squad, he was actually probably the most let down by his water boy, Colin Jolly, who, oh. uh, you know, he took a holiday, went down to the city and uh, forgot to keep the players hydrated. So they didn't really know what was going on. And it showed on the scoreboard. Huge mistake, you know, for a co-owner like that to pull a stunt like that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, well, it's amateurish. Ish, ish. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, well, Kyle, I think it's time for our favorite part of the year. You know what that is? Oh, I can't wait. The power rankings. you Okay, well, I need to explain these first a little bit for you, Kyle, how these power rankings go. So, as you know, we take them seriously. But this year, we actually took over a Bitcoin mining warehouse for a week in order to calculate the power rankings. We had uh, Bai and Neil deGrasse Tyson overlooking things to make sure the scientific method was followed. And the accuracy rate is 111%. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's actually 1% higher than our sponsor this week, Success Auto's customer satisfaction rate. <laughs> so that's pretty good. That's great. Yeah, that's I'm impressed. So, well, are you ready for the lowest of the low, number 20? Well, I hope I'm ready unless I hear my team's name. <laughs> number 20, Bubbles Bandit. Ooh, that's, you know, nobody wants to be at the bottom. And uh, and Graham, you know, he's he's had a bit of a grind this season. The one good thing, I guess, for him is he's, he's had a knack of playing the right team at the right time. Uh, both of his games that he did won, he's two and four this year, both the games he did win, uh, he was under 60 points both times, but he managed to knock his opponent out. And even in his losses, though, he's actually been in it. Uh, he lost one game by 0.6. He lost another game by 0.05 and another game by four points. So really his record could look a lot different with a couple of pucks in the net. But uh, uh, even at the time of this recording, he and Honest Wilson, uh, you know, at the end of week seven, they're separated by just about a point. So Graham must have his hands together, uh, praying for no stat corrections. The only boner <laughs> is 
he's dead last in points for. So not not great overall, but you know, no. nice guy. Makes, yeah, nice guy. And well, one other thought I had there is, you know, the only way he can get up in this world is on an airplane. <laughs> That seems accurate, looking at his yeah. team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's move on here to number 19. <laughs> let's fly over to the number 19. And that is going to be the guest mess. Oh, this is, a, this is a near and dear to our hearts squad. Yeah, an old bro from uh, the working days. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another 2-4 and four team. And uh, Skyler, he's about the same. He's had a couple of real close, real tough losses. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, this week seems like it might be another one after a possible boner of leaving oh. a shutout on the IR. But, you know what, there is there is good news. Not all hope is lost. But uh, going forward this season, he's got a few of the league's big boys sprinkled in with some of the weaker teams. He's near the bottom point scored, but this could be the time that the mess starts to clean things up. <laughs> well... There's something else I want to tell you about him, though. Years ago, he was known as an unknown failure. Now he's a known failure. So he's he's in the right direction then, right? I guess so. No <laughs> press is bad press. Exactly. <laughs> Let's move on, though, to number 18. And that is going to be the Stanger Stars. Oh, wow. This is a, this is a bold one. That surprise. This is our first surprise of the night. You know, speaking as a team who just lost back-to-back games to that squad, that doesn't make me feel very good. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's two and four. You know, both of those wins coming against my squad. He looked like the lovable loser of the league over the first month. He was zero and four, but uh, you know, he completed the series sweep against me, including a heroic fifty-two to fifty-one point comeback win last week. And actually, this week, he's on the verge of knocking off one of the 5-1 and one powerhouse teams, the Pussy Wagon. So, uh, yeah, my analysis was slightly different. I, I said all of a sudden, <laughs> the stars are shining. He has the second-least goals, the second-least assists, but he just keeps finding a way. Well, the thing about Stang, though, he's really something. <laughs> this man blows his cool like Jackie Gleason asks for seconds. <laughs> Which is a lot. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight to the moon. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyways, we'll, we'll move to number uh, 17 here now. And uh, unfortunately, it's the Lorange Ding Dings. Oh, wow. Not not a lot of a surprise. You know, a lot of us two and four teams were down near the basement. And uh, my team started off a bit like a ping pong ball. Loss, win, loss, wing. But, uh, yeah, things went off the rails for a couple weeks there against Stanger Stars. Even a game that I, you know, pretty much was guaranteed to win, I did not. However, I'm doing work this week. And uh, just like Stanger, I'm about to knock off one of the big dogs, the leader of my division, the Orange Beavers. But I have a challenge. After this week, I have two more five and one teams looking me in the eye: the Pussy Wagon and the and the uh, Stony Rapid Blackouts. I've got some tough sledding, but I've got confidence. Well, Kyle, you may be the meanest man I know. Oh. Rumor rumor has it you beat your wife till she was black and blue. Then you asked for a divorce because she clashed with the drapes. Wow, black and blue—that's pretty ugly color. In fairness. Yeah, so I guess you're not so bad. No, and looking at my team, I don't think I could beat anybody anyways. Well, let's, <laughs> let's uh, 
change the subject here and go mm-hmm. to number 16. Mm-hmm. The South End Slappers. Oh wow. Your yep. old uh your old neighbor. Yeah, old quant neighbor there. <clears throat> well, you know, uh looking at Mike Clark's team, there's just one word that comes to mind. Yucca doo-doo. He's faced a bit of a killer schedule and uh he had uh he had one big one big win on his way to his two and four record. He knocked off the Aaron's Beavers earlier, but uh yeah, things don't really get much better for him on the back nine. If he wants to stay alive this season, he's got some serious work to do. He's a middle-of-the-pack team that could go either way, but you know what? No matter win or lose, he's a great character guy to have in your locker room, a real player's coach. Well, that being said, he has much he has as much guts as a skeleton. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Halloween team on there. I guess so. Jeez. Yep. Oh yeah, number fifteen. <laughs> the big buffs. Wow, the uh the your former co commish. Yes, and uh former uh former stud team. Well he is, you know, he's he's sitting at one and five this season and uh after years of league dominance, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> The Buffs have really struggled to find their way this season, despite only playing one team that has a winning record, and that's your team. He's played Team Mayuiti twice, and both of them were pretty big losses. Um, Now, the Big Buffs do have the second most points scored against, and that'll hurt you, and he's a middle-of-the-pack scoring team himself, so he's kind of just suffered from that all season long. You know, typically when... Your opponents are scoring more points than you do. It's not going to work out very well. Uh, the, only good, the only good thing for him is most of the guys he has left to play are cellar dwellers like himself. So you can't count them out just yet, but it's not looking good. No, not Ogre till it's Ogre, I guess. Mm. Well, you know what? Yeah, I may have the reason why he's so low in the standings here. Oh. And that's because you get so many frozen food dinners at home. He has to send his compliments to the freezer. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That was, that was cold. Yeah. That's a that's icy. Yeah, I was gonna say the next time you see Audrey, she might give you an icy look for that one. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we're at what, number fourteen now? Uh yeah, I believe so. Well, here is a team called the Wooden Nickels. Ooh, another another of your uh commission committee. Yes, he's, sir. He's actually been sitting okay. You know, he's a 500 team. He's three and three. This season's been a real roller coaster, up and down, win loss, win loss, win loss. And weirdly enough, the weeks that he wins seem to correspond exactly with when Jason Smith comes to visit him. Oh, oh. But even with a 500 record, the Nichols are the second lowest team in points for and. More even more tragic than that, they're the lowest in team transactions with only five. I Not would a lot say of hustle. It might, might be time for the manager of that team to start shaking the roster up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to tell you this though about Jared, he is a man of rare intelligence, it's rare when he shows any. <laughs> mm. yeah. We'll have or, to get him on the show to address that point. I guess so. Others. Yeah, there's many questions to be asked. Oh, yikes. Well, number 13 is a a person that's been petitioning us a while about these power rankings, where he's going to be. And at one in five, it's a surprise. Powell to the people. 
That is a surprise. I must say, it seems to me like you're pandering to your to your buddy a little bit, <laughs> to be honest with you, that he's a few spots ahead of me. But uh, yeah, one in five, Powell to the bottom, actually. He's officially changed mm-hmm. his name. He was one of our right. he was one of our original name favorites, but uh, no, it's no more Powell to the bottom, and it's been a tough season, especially since last year he was the league leader and looked like the favorite before this COVID nonsense kind of hit. Uh, despite being in the top ten for points for, he has struggled after facing the most points against. Just ask him. I don't <laughs> see things getting much better though because he's started following the lead of Team Boner and. He's selling off his machine for parts. Maybe the strain of being one of the new commissioners is simply too much for this once mighty titan of fantasy hockey. But either way, we thank him for his service and we send him our thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Well, and we have to be honest about Powell. He is a real gentleman. He'll never strike a woman with his hat on. Well, yeah. (laughs) If I had that head of hair, I wouldn't either. No, exactly. No, he's oh, a good boy. man. He's a good man. <laughs> he's always giving back to the community. There's a real different message coming across in your analysis this year. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been a tough year of quarantining, you know. I know, Ooh. but we should move to number twelve here, Ooh. and that is East Coast bias. Oh yeah, one of our, uh, you know, one of our Far East franchises there, and one of the. One of the early members there, David White. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, let me see here. Oh, right. Here we go. He's uh, coming off a tough split series with Team Christmas, one of our other, uh, you know, non-Larangian teams. However, he was given a gift this week when Team Guest declined to activate his goalie, who then reached a <laughs> shutout. Even with a plus record, though, I don't think East Coast Bias can feel very good about themselves. He faces by far the toughest schedule in the second half of the season. He's going against three different teams that are currently five and one, and he only faces one squad with a losing record. Mm-hmm. Add that to the fact that he's had the fifth least points against, and his team is starting to look less like a contender and more like a pretender. Oh, I thought I was saying the tough things here. <laughs> well, well, what do you think? I wouldn't say he's a chicken, but... They're naming salads after him. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> tough, oh, eh? Yeah, he's about as tough as a New Jersey deviled egg. <laughs> well, should right. we do number 11 and then yeah, maybe take a little let's, break? Let's do number 11 before we have a word from our, uh, our illustrious sponsor. Okay, at number 11 is Team Mytho, Pitho, Pitho, you know... Thomas's team. Yeah, Thomas and Thomas and Collins team. Yeah. The good the good livers. The good. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you and me. We're the bad livers. Oh yeah. Ooh wee. Well, you know, he uh he came out hot, hot, hot. He had a three and one start. He looked like, you know, we had brought in a ringer, but that hot start has quickly slipped out of the grip of Tommy Gunn and his co pilot Colin. And uh, unfortunately Colin seems to spend most of his time asleep at the wheel. Mm-mm. Now, looking at the looking at the deep down stats, Tommy is bottom five in points four. But my God, does he look good when he doesn't wear a shirt on Facebook? So it's a real <laughs> it's a real toss up how this one's gonna go. Yeah, well, I want to be serious with you for a second here, Kyle. This is kind of a a life question here. They say we all spring from monkeys. Mm. 
but he didn't spring far enough. <laughs> oh, wow. Ah, what do we know? <laughs> well, well, should we before, take a little break here? Yeah, before we get to the top 10, folks, uh, we wanted to take a quick moment for this word from our sponsors at Success Auto. Are you sick of hearing this sound in the winter? Then you need to come to Success Auto. At Success Auto, we're the home of the fifteen hundred dollars. How about a beautiful nineteen ninety nine Dodge Caravan? Fifteen hundred dollars. We have a minty two thousand one Pontiac Montana. $1,500. Are you looking for something with low kilometers? How about a 2000 Ford Aerostar? Only 298,000 clicks. $1,500. Here is one of our many satisfied customers. Okay, let's check this out. Holy shit, this is pretty nice. She runs good. Only $1,500? What a deal! Ignore the bad reviews on Laurent G-Buy. We have 110% customer satisfaction. We'll see you soon at... Success Auto! Boy, those guys really know a good deal, don't they, Joel? They sure do, and you know, I'm really happy they've sponsored us twice now. They must be having a ton of sales this year, and just be. I hear they're offering even better prices than they were last week. So I would encourage people to get down there right away. I saw something. I saw a flyer, and they've got a fourteen ninety nine ninety nine sale going on. Holy hell! Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. amazing place. But we should continue with the power rankings. All right, let's get to it. Ah, uh, let's go with number ten. This might be a shocker. Team Christmas. Ooh, that's a a bit of a lump of coal for him. He must mm-hmm. be not he must not be liking that. I'm sure he thought he was gonna be a little bit better. He's uh he's kind of been sneaky good this year. You know, he's four and two. One of those losses came in the you know, the shortened week one, which is always a bit of a coin flip. And his other loss was by less than a point. Um, this week he's laying the smackdown against Thomas and Colin, and uh, he's got a couple of softer matchups coming. But then he's going to face off against the uh, the co division leader, Honest Wilson. He's kind of a middle of the pack team for scoring, but he does have the lowest points against. So I can see I can see why you maybe bumped him down a little bit, even though he's got a winning record. But you know, Roddy, he's full of surprises. I'd keep your eye on him. That's true, and here's the thing, Kyle. The bone of contention in most of his arguments is above his ears. <laughs> oh, cheapers! yeah. He's a real bit of a hard hat without putting one on, isn't he? That's exactly. He's not no Rod Weeb. No. Well, number uh, nine. Number cool. nine time, and uh, I think maybe another shocker. Pussy wagon. Wow. This is... Uh... You know, it's the power rankings, I guess, not the respect rankings. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know, Pussy Wagon, we finally know which 
which Muirhead owns which team. And, well, I hope I have this right. I believe this is Chase's team. And uh, he's just been winning and winning and winning. His, uh, his one loss, though, was not a good one. He, he got beat by about 30 points earlier this season. Now, this week, he's actually looking like he's going to get his second loss to the Stanger Stars as well. And next week, he faces off against the Beavers again. So, you know, he, he could be looking different. He's 5-1, and one, but he could be 5-3 and three in a couple of weeks. But after that, he's got a pretty nice schedule going into the playoffs. He doesn't get the most points, but when he does, he makes them count. Well, here we go. The closest thing he came – sorry, I'll say that again. The closest he'll come <laughs> to a brainstorm – a light drizzle <laughs> bit of a bit of a whistle between the ears eh? i guess so e. number eight cam neely's number Ooh, this might be this might be the surprise oh watch you the second biggest surprise of all team boner at two and four mm, hmm. <laughs> i think the remember i didn't make it, these don't blame is, me is it possible that you spilled your drink on the bitcoin farm <laughs> when you're making this one, Yeesh. well, Team Boner, you know, he's two and four, and uh, he got back in the win column last week for the first time since the opening matchup. And uh, but you know, it was against the lowly Powell to the people, so I don't know if we're going to be seeing him back in the W very soon. He's got a pretty tough schedule over the next month, and uh, the other strike against him is he's actively seeking keepers for next year, so. His, his top guys are kind of on the way out. He does lead the league in goals scored, but he also has the third most points against, which is pretty reminiscent of when Boner played hockey for the teachers. <laughs> well, Boner is always offering sound advice. 99% is sound and 1% is advice. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> oh, okay. Boy. Number seven, oh, Kyle. Let's get to the heavy hitters here. Yeah, buddy. we're starting to get to the serious teams here now. And number seven is Honest Wilson. Oh, yeah. No, this is a, this is a team I've been waiting to talk about. You know, he's four and two. He's had a strong start. He's tied for the best record in his division. This is good. I'm sure old Rob is feeling good. He could have a tough loss this week, though, against Bubbles Bandit. He's, you know, we mentioned it before. He's got his fingers crossed for a little stat correction. He's going to need some wins to keep pace with Roddy. Uh, you know, in typical Wilson fashion, he's top of the league in penalty minutes, and he's top of the league in moves made. He really knows how to stick to his own lane. And, uh, you know, he and Team Boner are swapping players like teenagers swapping gum at the school dance. Pre-COVID, <laughs> of, course. of course. But, uh, you know, knowing Rob, great guy, great family man, and he's got another hungry mouth to feed on the way. So this is one owner who's motivated to win it all. That's right. And, you know, when you first meet him, you don't like him. But once you get to know him, you detest him. <laughs> So it kind of goes against everything you just said about him being a good man. Well, you know, yeah, easy come, easy go. Yeah, anywho. Number six, <laughs> number six, Aaron Beavers. Oh, this is, uh, you know, this is a team that I need to overcome. He's leading my division. I was kind of lucky to hand him a loss this week, it looks like, but uh, he's still up at the top and he's carving up teams like they're like they were a nice cut of beef. Um, but just like Team Christmas, he's benefited from having some of the lowest points scored against. 
But lucky for him, most of his upcoming opponents should help him keep that record intact. He's a team that should cruise to the playoffs, and uh, I'm interested to see once he gets up against some good squads whether his team is more filet mignon or more tube steak. <laughs> oh, did you know when he drops his cigar ashes on a host rug, he spills his scotch and soda on it to prevent the fire? Well, that's considerate. Yeah, just thought I'd let you know he's a good man. I think he did that to Boner and Shelley's tablecloth once, didn't he? Oh, I think... that was Rob. Oh, that was Rob. That's right. I could... <laughs> got him mixed up. Yeah, old, old Bernie. Robbie Burns. Well, oh boy. <laughs> number number five. This makes me wonder about Ooh. this uh, Bitcoin mining operation I went to here. I don't know who is running it here, but number five is a team called Hashtag No Reasons at two and four. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, he's a surprising two and four. He's had a so-so start, but he did hand. He's the only squad who's managed to hand the, the powerhouse blackouts their loss, their only loss of the year. And he followed it up with another high flyer this week. He's got a pretty nice schedule. There's only only one squad that has a winning record right now. That's Stubby Speech Impediment coming up in the second half. So his team knows what to do with the puck. He's number two in goals, number one in assists. And he's got the second highest scoring team. But he's also had the fourth most scored against. So even with that, you know, some teams that shall remain nameless like to complain about the number of points scored against. But... <laughs> He just put his hard hat on and he, he rod-weaved himself back into contention. His points come in bunches, but he could be a dangerous team if he starts getting some Ws. Well, did you know they call him Druggist? Mm. Yeah, he's always a real pill. <laughs> Anywho. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Number four, auto bids. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think that uh, I think a couple wires got crossed here. <laughs> Yikes! Mm, oh well, uh. it's it's tough to really know what to make of this squad. You know, he's he's he scores pretty well. He's up among the best in the league, but he hasn't really had that signature win. He's sitting at three and three. He's just kind of a solid producer in every category. You know, you never know when he's going to show up or go off. Uh, yeah, you know, if I was a betting man, he could be a sneaky pick. You could get some good odds on him, I bet. Um, anyway, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I heard he held an egg in his hand and boiled his watch for three minutes. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I thought I read that in the Northerner, but, uh, no, or Eagle Feather News, I guess now. Yeah, it's different now. Yeah, part one was in the Northerner and then they canceled that paper, so part two was in the other one. Number three, Ooh. the heavy hitters, and I still haven't said my team. But Ooh, I'm gonna say nice. I'm gonna say it now. Oh, number three, team me we, we 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 itty. <laughs> well, you know what, Joel? Looking at your team, as you like to say, they're hotter than a two-dollar pistol. But you haven't exactly played the cream of the crop yet. You lost a tough one in week three, but otherwise you've been perfect. And you really laid the smackdown this week against the big bus. Uh, you're just about tied for lowest points against those. So I wonder if, you know, things start to even out down the stretch. What's going to happen to your team's record? That's fair. I uh, don't really have a joke about my team. I'm just going to say it's a solid team, a contender. And it's probably time for people to trade a few studs to my team for a cheap return. 
or no? No, or yes. <laughs> oh, we're down to the final two. Oh, I can't wait. And at number two, stubby speech impediment. Wow. I don't know that I I don't know that I saw Hair Canada going quite this high, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been a solid squad, but there's always there's always questions, I guess. But uh you know, he got blown out this week against the uh against the blackouts, but he's had a pretty good season to date though. He's kinda like he's kinda like another squad we were just talking about. He's had the fifth most points against, but he's won the games he had to. Uh, although it's good to point out that every time he's faced a team with a winning record, he's lost. Uh-oh. The next three matchups shouldn't be too much of a challenge for him, but two of his last three are against big dogs. So if I was Dan Smith, I'd be trying to build up a points buffer before I went into that murderer's row. Did you know they, uh, they've been calling Dan Smith chocolate bar? Oh, why is that? He's half nuts. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Well, he's pretty he's pretty sweet, but uh yeah. No, he's hey, a good man too. Yeah, I heard in the staff room he thinks his coffee crisp. Oh well anyway. I think we're this wasn't gonna be much of a surprise. I guess the machines that uh figured this out were not totally inept because the number one <laughs> team is probably who we figured was gonna be number one. The Stony Rapids Blackouts. Oh man, he you know what he's been on fire. Came into the league this year, raised a couple of eyebrows. Even on this program, you know, we asked some questions after the draft. Guy spends up big for Connor McDavid and then spends, you know, uh, a good chunk, 10% of his budget on Kucherov. But started off the season winning five straight, lost a real close one last week. But even in that loss, he had over 70 points. He would have beat just about every other team. And he bounced back in a big way this week. The only team that he's played with a winning record has been Stubby's speech impediment. He played them twice and beat them twice. He's top in points for, and yeah, the you know even this, even this dadgum computer that put me at number sixteen or whatever, even it couldn't screw this one up. He's the number <laughs> one for sure. But they say he only needs two glasses mm. to make a spectacle of himself. <laughs> I can see that. Yep. Well, there we go, Kyle. We, I guess the computer is right. We can't argue with it. It's never been wrong before. So, yeah, unbelievable. I think is this is this possibly the first year ever that uh, that your team hasn't come out number one? What? I don't think so. Mm, we'll have to get somebody who's, to fact check. Who's that. in charge? Uh, yeah, we'll get the fact checkers on that one. <laughs> well, you know what? I I love bringing this to the people because. You know, any any old fool with a computer can go on and look at points for and points against, but it's only on this show every year that they get the real, the deep analysis. You know, it's Moneyball meets Wolf of Wall Street meets an Excel spreadsheet. It's hard-hitting, and it's all true, 100%. It, meets, it also meets Fiverr. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you say before we uh, before we sign off? We get a couple quick questions out, and uh, we head into the last minute of play. Okay, last minute of play. Let's go. All right, so real quick here, Joel. Who is a team in the big stick who is outside of the playoffs right now that you think is going to be in? I'm going to go with Team Boner. You know, he's always a contender. 
and I still think he has a solid squad. No, you're wrong. It's oh. going to be my team, the Ding Dings. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, who's going to be who's in the playoffs right now that you think is going to be out of the playoffs? I'm going to go with the Wooden Nichols. He's right on the edge right now, and um, you know that GM seems to be losing interest in this league. So who knows? Yeah. I'm actually right with you. I said Wood Nichols as well. He's got some work to do, and uh, you know it all starts with with uh, changing some of those players out for some new faces. Last one. This is an NHL question. Oh, who do you think is going to win the Hart Trophy this year? Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, or somebody else from the field? Uh, I'm gonna. If I'm a betting man, I'm going McDavid. Without him, the others would be the drizzling shits. <laughs> Well, they'd still be greasy and black anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think McDavid, you know, Matthews has been on fire. He missed the game the other night against Edmonton, actually. But, uh, you know, to, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And even though Matthews is having a career year, it seems like everything he does, uh, you know, Connor can do just a little bit more. He kind of one-ups him a little bit. So, for now, I'm going to gonna stick with the kid with the wispy mustache. There we go. Well, thanks a lot for joining us, everybody. Uh, we hope that you we hope that you learned a lot. That's kind of our goal here every year on the Power. We're here to educate so, you. Absolutely, and uh, I'm sure that there's lots of people in the league or just listeners from around the world that they want to have their voices heard. If you've got something to say about this, if you like it, if you don't like it, if you think that it's all malarkey. Send us an email at tripledeekshow at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Or, even better, leave us a voicemail. I'll put the link in the show description. You can have your voice on and have your opinion heard. Right on. I hope we hear something back from those power rankings. If that doesn't get them stirred up, then what the hell's going on here? Yeah, what are we even doing? Exactly. Anyways, you know what? We got another big week of matchups. Make sure you check tomorrow morning or whenever you're hearing this for your for your lineups. Make sure you set those lineups. And remember, don't be a boner.